fights with monsters should look to it that himself does not become a monster. When you gaze long into the abyss, the abyss also gazes into you. Welcome to Baldur's Gate. Once again, welcome, dear listeners, to another episode of Sweden Rolls, and welcome Dominic Kelly and Annalie Heed. Thank you. Great to be here. Yes, as always. As always. But now we are entering into something completely different. We are going to play Dungeons and Dragons, the biggest RPG of the world. We're going to try our luck with that and we're gonna have loads of fun i'm sure but we are also doing something quite special we are playing baldur's gate the computer game Woo! Uh, which means that we will uh, none of you guys have ever played it and uh, but I, i'm a big fan i have played it many times and i also played the enhanced edition the new ones on the ipad uh, but we will try and get the story from that game and act it out as an RPG. So you guys have no idea about the story, you have no ideas where to go, what to do, and I will try to not guide you too much, but to DM you in a way that we can play the adventure of Baldur's Gate as an RPG. It's gonna be loads of fun and super exciting and a little daunting actually. How do you guys feel? Super excited, like overexcited for this, because I've been waiting for for Dungeons and Dragons for such a long time. Yeah, yeah, it, it's such an interesting thing to know that there will be people listening to this who know Baldur's Gate. Yes, yeah. and we don't. Yeah. So, so they they might have some ideas of what what's in store for us, and we have absolutely yeah. no idea. Mm. And we're sorry in beforehand if there's anything we miss or or if there's anything we screw up. <laughs> Yeah, there will be screw-ups and we will yes. forget stuff and we will do mistakes and we will... Yeah, I've, I've DM'd quite a lot of Dungeons and Dragons, but I am by no means an, a total expert on the rules. So we will... And we also have some some house rules We because we want to have a uh, high focus on the narratives. So, for instance, we will do max damage and max healing from, from spells and attacks to try and... Uh, uh, shorten the the fight a bit and try to keep it narrative, you know, uh, which means that you are super squishy at level one. But fortunately, we have a cleric with us, Dominic, who will Indeed. be playing uh, a cleric of Ogma in Candlekeep. And you are, uh, yeah, what do you call it in, in computer games? Like player one, you are the main protagonist. You are the one that you are playing in Baldur's Gate. And uh, and Annalie will uh, shoulder the role of Imoen. Yes, <laughs> I'm super super excited about that. Uh, <laughs> and for our listeners who have listened to to the Forbidden uh, Forbidden Lands campaign, uh, if you think that Imoen and Alira have some some um, characteristics in common, yeah, that's that's uh, very true. But yeah. truly, it's very coincidental. And uh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I didn't even know that Imwen existed. So, yeah, but they they're very very different, but they have some 
some similar traits, of course. Exactly. Uh, but I will try to, to keep Alera out of there. <laughs> Even though it's hard. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, hey guys, this is going to be so much fun. And uh, yeah, maybe we should just jump, jump into the action. Yes. Let's go for Let's it. Let's start Woo! the D&D adventure. Nestled atop the cliffs that rise from the Sword Coast, the Citadel of Candlekeep houses the finest and most comprehensive collection of writings on the face of Faerun. It is an imposing fortress, kept in strict isolation from the intrigues that occasionally plague the rest of the Forgotten Realms. It is secluded, highly regimented, and it is home. Within these hallowed halls of knowledge, your story begins. You have spent most of your 20 years of life within this keep's austere walls, under the tutelage of the sage Gorion. Acting as your father, he has raised you on a thousand tales of heroes and monsters, lovers and infidels, battles and tragedies. However, one story was always left untold, that of your true heritage. You have been told that you are an orphan, but your past is largely unknown. Lately, Gorion has been growing distant from you, as if some grave matter weighs heavily on his heart. You've asked about his concerns as gently as possible, but your queries have been in vain. Your sole comfort is the knowledge that he is a wise man, and you know he will tell you when the time is right. Nonetheless, his silence is troubling, and you cannot help but feel that something is terribly wrong. Mm. So that's you, Dominic. Your character, Ruadan, who is an elf cleric. You studied here uh, under the tutelage of Karan, your tutor, and also under Gorion. Mm. And you've been here for most of your life in Candlekeep. Um, would you like to describe Candlekeep for us a bit? There are pictures that listeners can Google, but uh, we never miss the opportunity for to have Dominic uh, give us a description here in Sweden Rolls. So uh, would you mind doing that? Absolutely. So any sailors passing by on the sea... There, because Candlekeep is right by the sea. Um, if they're un- if they're unfamiliar with the place, they will just see uh, this what appears to be a city in the sky. There are these twinkling lights from the windows going higher and higher to a to a pinnacle, uh, to the very highest point of the keep. But actually, it's this vertical citadel. Um, going up layer after layer um, with towers and around the outside of it there's a great fortress wall and it's nestled there on this uh, volcanic plug which sits in the sea itself and the only way 
to get there is out uh, across a wave-bashed causeway um, from the mainland itself. And most of the time, uh, the the waves from the sea they they come they come crashing against the walls. So from there, inside the fortress walls, uh, the roar of the sea uh, is 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 a constant companion, as is the sound of the sea wind, uh, sort of groaning and whistling amongst the towers of the citadel. And um, yeah, where do we find Ruadan? this morning he's in the library um, and he's poring over a book as he loves to do uh, so he's, he's sitting quietly um, breathing in the smell of old books which permeates the air of this room in which he, he sits um, and any any movement he makes, which is very little, uh, sends slight echoes uh, uh, around this around this room. Um, and as he as he very gently um, turns the pages in this old tome that he's he's looking at, uh, motes of dust sort of go swirling up into the air from the tops of the pages that haven't been disturbed for many many years. Mm. And Karen is uh, standing behind you, watching over, the, over your shoulder. Mm. And he also seems a bit troubled. Come to think of it, as Gorion grew more and more troubled, uh, you noticed after a while that some of the other inhabitants of Candlekeep have uh, looked upon you uh, somewhat differently as well. As if they are also expecting some something, and uh, and they are uncertain of how to to handle this. Mm-hmm. Very good, child. Very good. Uh, uh, th- th- thank you, uh, Karen. Th- there is much to learn in this book. And you see that Karen is, yeah, he seems distracted, and he says, "Tell you what, child." Um, how about you take a day off from your studies? You may you may walk the inner grounds and and contemplate the the vast knowledge of Ogma, and you may you may try and bask yourself in in the warm feeling of his knowledge. Uh, uh yeah, yes, yes, sir. I, I I'll, I'll I'll do that. Um, and Ruadan uh, hesitates a moment and says. Uh, is is uh, is everything uh, is everything as it, as it should be? Uh, oh, I'm sure it is. I'm 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 sure it is. Uh, Gorion is a wise man, and uh, we all trust him. He, everything will be all right. I am certain of it. Now, off you go. Well, that that already felt a stretch for for Ruadan just to. To, to say that so he, he says no more and he, he uh, gently closes this this book um, and uh, very carefully puts it back on the shelf from whence it came mm. and uh, bows to his tutor and, and leaves the room mm. 
He is bowing to Karen, who's standing by a window, looking out over the ocean, um, deep in thought. So he doesn't even register that you say goodbye, and 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 just yeah. And you walk down the stairs and and out onto the inner grounds of Candlekeep. Anneli, mm-hmm. Imwen, what is she doing this uh, this fair morning? She's taking a stroll in the in inner grounds of the. Of the candle keep, so yeah, she's just walking around, kind of, kind of bored. Nothing really goes on in there, so she's trying to plan her day to see if she can rustle up some fun somewhere. Does she have? She probably has some chores that Old Winthrop would like her to do. Yeah, yeah, but she's kind of she dodging um, them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So what 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 does what does Imwen do for for fun in this very solemn and quiet place? Mm, she basically messes a little bit with the with the the monks. She hides scrolls. She she displaces books, put them in the wrong place. Such a bad person. <laughs> no, but uh, she's yeah picking locks to doors where she should not be. Mm. Picking the locks, she's... Yeah, Mm -hmm. a little mischievous there. Actually, here in the inner grounds, you see uh, five persons standing in a a circle. Uh, They seem to be up to some kind of religious... um, To something religious. And they are chanting together. And they don't pay any mind to anything around them whatsoever. Yeah, M1 gives them a thumbs up when she passes them. <laughs> Good work, you guys. <laughs> and uh, she comes to the to the stairs up leading up to Candlekeep, and as she comes there, um, Ruadan exits the doors, and you guys meet on the stairs of of the keep itself. Imwen, where are you going? Mm, nowhere and everywhere. Where have you been? I've been in the library, but the strangest thing happened I, I've been well released for the day I I uh, oh no I, I, I have no I have no those no studies to do and how are you going how, to survive I mean you without the books sounds crazy to me uh, th- th- there's no need for sarcasm I th- there's Imwen have, have you noticed anything well different th- th- yes yes well wrong I I don't know. There, there's 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 just a feeling I get from from my tutor, from from my foster father. I I I don't feel I can talk well, to anybody here about it. But it's all over Candlekeep. I mean, I feel there is something going on. There is something. I don't know what it is. We should find out. I try to ask around a little bit, but nobody tells me anything. Then how? How are we to know what's what, what's Maybe the matter? Maybe you ask. They won't tell me anything. I'm sure they will. But who? Who would I ask? I don't know. I, I can't ask my foster father. It, it would be it would be improper. And uh, I, I've already asked my tutor, and he, he says he's sure that that Gorion has everything under control, and that he's a wise man. And I know that, of course. And this is a place full of wise people, and yet. 
And yet I, I feel a, a, a tension. There, there's something that's just not not right. And, and yeah. Imowen, the way they... Well, the way people look at me, it, it, it it's changed. I, I can't put my finger on it, but there, there's something which just feels... Different. That just brings us back to where we started. I don't know what else to say. I know what to say. We could go to old Puffguts and just ask him. Again, I did ask him like five times already. But I think we could do it again and see what happens. I mean, if you're there, we can just ask again. And maybe he will give us another answer. What do you say? Well, I have no other ideas. And, and I've I've been told to just go and walk the grounds. Well, okay. So, Old Puff Guts it is. Come on. Very well. You're so slow. We can run. Come on. I'll win. Uh, and she takes off in a sprint. <laughs> Well, it's not far to the inn, so I'm guessing Ruadan will follow. Yes. Yes. Mm. At a jog. Mm. <laughs> At a rather, rather sort of uh, what you might call a bookish jog. He's not really a jogger. He's not, he's not exactly a... Bookish jog, that's good. Yes. That's very good. So yeah, really, he's right his usual mode of, of, of activity. Yeah. Mm. You reach the inn and, and Imwen is waiting there, like tapping her feet, arms crossed, you know, looking at you. <laughs> oh, well, you finally made it. You finally made it. Welcome. <laughs> you and I, we, we, we are just, we're not the same. And I, I have, I... Uh, I know. I, I've, I have much to think about. It takes the, it takes my focus away from my legs. I have a lot to think about too. I have a lot to think about. Every day I think about a lot of stuff, all the time. Uh, yes, well, well, here, here, here we are. Um, here we are. You, you'd better lead the way. Yep. And you go into the inn. Uh, there are very few patrons here, as always, because uh, to gain admission into Candlekeep, you must donate a book that is not already in the library. And since it's the greatest library in all of the world, in all of Faerun, um, books that are that rare are hard to come by. So there aren't many visitors here, but there are a few. And they're in the common room and all Winthrop is uh, standing behind the uh, counter. Hey! Hi, Lassie! How are you doing? Hey. Nothing and everything. Dodging your charts again, are you? Ah, oh, maybe, maybe. <laughs> I'll do them later, you know that. Yeah, well... My inn's as clean as an oven ours, as I always say. <laughs> you do say that. Mm. So there's not much cleaning to be done, I. Oh, Ruadan, welcome. Uh, th th thank you. What can I get you? Milk? Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, well, uh, uh, yes, uh, certainly. Uh, th th thank you. He has a day off. Oh, does he now? Mm. Mm. Yes. Rare indeed in these places. But he's not thrilled about it, though, so ah, I would be. That's a smart lad. Taking his lessons seriously. I Good lad. I bet he misses his books. Do you miss your books already? Well, 
I, I, it, it is a little strange to 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 be out of the library when it, I, I I suppose I I feel a bit I feel almost guilty even <laughs> though I've been told I shouldn't be studying I I feel like I I I should or maybe I should have stayed anyway and and read some other things but but well, I was done. ordered out I was ordered to to leave and to go out and and walk the the, the grounds and Do you and, know what w- w- yes worst thing that could happen to you is that you get a little bit of sunshine on you. I, you wouldn't I, die from it. No. No. You know, no. sometimes you have to step back and reflect a little bit to get the yes. knowledge inside of you. So this day is just, is just for fun. You know. If I if I felt Imran that that I had really been sent out because because they thought I'd I'd been studying enough and I I needed a little rest or a bit of. Ref- reflection time or mm-hmm. or any such thing then that would be different but it, it it just didn't it didn't feel like that it felt it felt that it felt that, that they want to be out of the way because of some something that's going on uh, Winthrop can I ask you a question I certainly I, I I look around a little bit and and lean in what is is anything? Is anything the matter? Is is anything is anything wrong here in 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 Candlekeep? Or maybe not wrong, just has anything changed? Changed? Now what do you mean? Oh, I uh, I don't know. Uh, uh, people people seem troubled, Winthrop. Uh, I, I feel. I feel there's something in the air, something that's that's bothering some of the people uh, closest to me. Well, I don't know. Them monks may be walking about with poles in the nethers, but, uh, you know, <laughs> I don't pay them much mind. Too, uh, too solemn for my taste. You know there's something going on, and I did ask you a couple of times. Come on. I Just know nothing of the like, class. You do. Come on. Nah. <laughs> you uh, know I don't talk much to these uh, boring monks, you know. But you do know what's going around. I find it a little bit hard to be so direct anyway and ask these questions. Yeah. So, so I'm, I'm, I'm feeling a bit sort of embarrassed. So I, I, uh, uh, I down my milk. Listen, lad. Listen, lad. Listen here. You're, you're a foster father, Ryan. If anyone would yeah. know, he would know, right? He's the one yes, you should ask, indeed. not me. I, I, I feel that that he he would he would tell me if he thought I I should know, and, that, and so I I feel guilty for even wanting to know. Oh. Um, but, but but at the same time, I I, I can't help wondering and mm. and and. Uh, Uh, but yeah, I, I, I'm sure you're right. Uh, th- th- thank you very much. Uh, uh, thank you for the milk. And uh, what it was good speaking to you. Oh, and likewise. And he he mm. he tugs at uh, Imowen's sleeve and 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 walks towards the door. As you turn towards the door, um, Ruadan, you notice one of the patrons is a uh, someone who has um, come to Camelkeep a few times actually, uh, a man called Firebead Elvenhare. And he sees you and you lock eyes and he shines up. He's always been very friendly with you. Uh, and he seems to be acquainted with uh, Gorion as well. So he, he looks at you and he says, um, Oh, 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 Ruadan. 
Ruedan, come here for a moment, will you? Would you mind doing me a favour? Oh, of, 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 of course. And I, I, I cast a glance towards Imoen and uh, uh, sort of put my finger up in a just a moment kind of way, and and I and I go over. How did yeah, Imoen, Imoen react to the word Imoen favor? just no. <laughs> she, she it's just not uh, in her mindset right now to do that. So so she turns around and and she she vanishes kind of quickly. Vanishes indeed. Hmm. Is there? No, it is not a call for a for a dice roll just yet. Uh, Ruadan, you go up to to this man, Firebeat Elven here, and he says, uh, "Ah, yes, Ruadan, yes, yes, I'm back within the hallow ho- hallowed halls of Candlekeep. Oh, uh, do you know Tetheril, one of the monks here? Uh, yes, I do. Yes, he, he's supposed to be in the inner grounds, and he he has an identify scroll for me. Would you mind running over there, my?" Poor old legs. You know, I would much rather sit here by the fire. Would you, would you mind running over there and bringing me the scroll? Oh, but not at all, Firebeat. Uh, of, of course. I, I'll go and find him uh, right away. Oh, very I, I There's a little something in it for you, of course. I'd be very grateful. And I incline my head a little to, to Firebeat and uh, go out of the door and head off um, across the... Uh, in the grounds uh, in search of Tetheril. Mm? Yes. And you come there and he's, uh, yeah, yeah. He is sitting on a on a bench in the inner ground and he's reading a book. Oh, I- I- excuse me, uh, uh, t- Tetheril, uh, could I bother you for a moment? Oh, yes, uh, naturally, of course. Uh, no problem. What well, can I do it, you for? Well, it's just that uh, Firebead Elvenhair is here again, and uh, he's asked me if I would fetch a scroll which he believes you have uh, waiting for him, an, an identify scroll. Oh, in yes, indeed, the identify scroll. Just a minute. And he starts, like, poking through his pockets and, and looking around, and he, yeah, he brings out a scroll uh, and hands it to you. Oh, th- th- thank you very much. Have a good day, Ruadan. And you too, uh, Tetheril. And you go go back with the identify scroll and uh, and firebead. Um, yeah, he says, "Oh, thank you, thank you very much, thank you very much. Uh, such a lovely lad. Corian has really uh, he has taught you well." Well, thank you, thank you for saying so. Uh, have you have you seen Gorion, uh in your stay uh, th- this time? Uh, no, not this time. No, I just arrived, and um, indeed, I need to start poring over the books that, that bring me here, indeed. But, uh, yeah, here's a little something for, for uh, yeah, as a thank you. And he hands, you, you. he hands you a few coins and also a potion of healing, mm-hmm. which you may what add to is. your equipment list. Imwen, you snuck mm. out of the inn. What are you doing? Well, she wants to find out what's going on, so she wants to go to Gorion's quarters like his room and just his private chambers yes to see if there's anything she's not supposed to be there you know no but she doesn't (laughs) care (laughs) no she never does um okay so you go to the the keep where um ruadan and gorion has some some private chambers um and of course you you may enter into the keep uh but for you to gain access to the private chambers of Gorion, I want you to make the first roll of Ooh, this an honor. game, which is a stealth roll. 
Okay. Twenty-six. Twenty-six. Yep. Oof. Uh, It's the first time I roll a d20 and I get an 18. Oh, like, very ah. nice. And you, Imuhan has yeah. a plus eight for stealth. Mm. So, yeah. 26, yeah. Silent and almost invisible. She moves from shadow to shadow through the halls of Candlekeep up to Gorion's private quarters and opens the door and comes into a yeah quite small room. It's uh, just a bed with a, a yeah pillow cover and and, um, and a mattress. There's also a desk with some candles for light mm-hmm. and a chest and a stool. Okay. Well, she, as always, when she does something like this, sneaks into to rooms and quarters as she shouldn't be. She's always, she has her, her belly full of butterflies and mm. like adrenaline is pumping and she loves the feeling of this. <laughs> and she takes a quick look around and her gaze fall upon the chest and she she leans down to open it. Is it open? No, it is locked. locked? Yep. It's locked. Okay, uh, well... She will try to pick the lock then. All right. Make a uh, slide of hand roll with your thieves tools. 22. 22. The rogue is going at it. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it was a DC of 20. So, yeah, you pick the lock of uh, the chest of, of Gorion. And inside you find some... Some traveling gear, and you mm-hmm. find a scroll. Oh, she she um, takes a little band away from the scroll, and she she uh, rolls it up so she can see what it says, and she starts reading. It says, My friend Gorion, please forgive the abruptness with which I now write, but time is short, and there's much to be done. What we have long feared may soon come to pass, though not in the manner foretold, and certainly not in the proper time frame. As we both know, forecasting these events has proved increasingly difficult, leaving little option other than a leap of faith. We have done what we can for those in thy care, but the time nears when we must step back and let matters take what course they will. We have perhaps been a touch too sheltering to this point. Despite my desire to remain neutral in this matter, I could not in good conscience let events proceed without some measure of warning. The other side will move very soon, and I urge thee to leave Candlekeep this very night, if possible. The darkness may seem equally threatening, but a moving target is much harder to hit, regardless of how sparse the cover. A fighting chance is all that can be asked for at this point. Should anything go awry, do not hesitate to seek aid from travelers along the way. I do not need to remind thee that it is a dangerous land. And even and as you're reading this, you start to hear footsteps in the corridor. Mm. Do you stay and finish reading? or? Uh, well, she, she can't take the scroll with her. That would be too obvious. Mm. So she actually puts it down. She doesn't want to get caught. She gets in trouble then. Okay. So she, she, she puts it down and she hides... Classic under the bed. She she hides <laughs> under the bed. 
Yes. Okay. Okay. <laughs> what you manage to see before you roll up the scroll is just that it's just signed with E. Okay. So make another stealth roll then, please. Sixteen. Sixteen, okay. That beats the passive perception of Gorion, who opens the door and enters the room. He seems in haste, and he, uh, yeah, he goes straight to the chest, locks it open, and starts rummaging through it. Oh dear, I must. And he's just muttering to himself, and then he uh, he uh, closes the chest and he walks out. You hear that he empties the chest and Mm. walks out. With haste. Okay. What do you want to do? Well, did he notice? Because she she didn't she she did roll the scroll back together again. Oh, so he was he very he was acting in haste. He was just like okay, good. just bringing all the stuff. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. And you hear his footsteps uh, fade as he walks away. Yeah, she smoothly and quickly just. Get yourself out of under the bed, mm. and she she understands that of course something's going down, and there might be an adventure in the future for her. So she wants to leave. Mm. Hmm. But if she tells, I mean, I think if, if she tells the others, they're just gonna ruin on, and, and the others are just gonna stop her and keep her from it mm-hmm. because she she knows them that well. They wants to, I mean, they really. They want to protect her. Mm. So they're going to do that whole thing again and be like, no, you can't go. Oh, no. You have to stay here. Okay. This is nothing for you. Okay. So, mm. so you want to try and sneak out of Camel Keep, basically? Yes. Okay. What, what, prepar- what preparations do you do? Well, she takes a backpack. She, she plans to take a backpack and fill it up with, um, with food and water uh, as much as she can, she can take. And also some um, things that might come in handy, uh, like a couple of daggers. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so, a couple uh, of daggers. Sure. Lighting. Uh, oh, what's it called when you make <laughs> flint <laughs> you make and tinder? Yes, please. Yeah. <laughs> and also a very thick blanket so she can keep warm. Yeah, and she also has her disguise kit and thieves' tools. Yes. Mm. She will never leave without them. Mm. Okay, but apart from that, what does she uh, does she go to Winthrop? Does she take? Does she say farewell? Does she? There is no time, but still, she wants to leave something. I mean, he's as close to a dad as she as he can be. So, so she, yeah, just a quick little goodbye to him. Does and she? Does she meet him, or does she write him something, or? No, just a quick goodbye in person. Okay. Um, well, he's uh, he's really sad to see her go. Of course, he tries to he tries to persuade her to stay. He says, "How am I going to keep my in here without my 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 my, my perfect little helper?" I'm sure you'll manage. It's going to be okay, and I'm going to be back, and I'm going to bring gifts. Well, 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 well. Where are you going? Why are you going? You'll have to tell me. I'm going everywhere and nowhere. I have no idea where I'm going, but I need to go and. It's just something I need to do, okay? Why? Why are you going? You'll know more later. Just, just be careful, okay? Well, remember to li- remember to write, lass. Okay, I'll write you. 
okay, so so she 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 just <laughs> adventures on the way, and then she's just yep. poof. He knows her well. I mean, he he knows what's inside of her when it comes to adventure. That's what she really likes. And there is no adventure. I mean, there's just old monks and scrolls and dusty books. She mm. needs to get out, and he understands it. Okay. All right. I'll get back to you later. I think, and we go back to uh, to Ruadan, who has been um, yeah. Who just got the uh, the potion of healing from from Firebeat Elven here after doing the first little mini quest here, <laughs> <laughs> and as you as you leave the inn uh, on the street outside, you, you meet Gorion and he, he comes up to you, and he seems a bit stressed, and he says, "Ah, oh, there you are, lad. Um, uh, this is very unnerving, I know, but you must trust me." It is very important that you that you pack your possessions so that we may leave Candlekeep immediately. Hurry. Leave? Hurry. There is no time to tarry. The keep is well protected, but it's not invulnerable. Uh, in, uh, Gorion, in, invulnerable to, to what? Well, I, I cannot tell you. I cannot tell you. Uh, um, you must pack your things and, and we, must, we, must, we must leave immediately. I, Go say your, uh, goodbye, your goodbyes and, and, and pack your things. And if you want to bring something else, here, here are some coins. And he gives you some coins. And he says, if you need to purchase something before, before we go. Yes, grind, of, of course. And I, I, I take, I take the, the coins and I, I turn and I sort of, uh, in, um, in an automatic way, start heading towards... Uh, my room to to get my things. My head's completely in in a whirl. This all feels entirely surreal. Mm. And he also said, "You can say your goodbyes. Is there someone you want to seek out to say farewell?" I would uh, go and find Imowen. Where do you go? Where do you go to look for her? I will go to the inn. You see uh, Winthrop standing there with the tears in his eyes. He's uh, cleaning the the, the bar, uh, almost like, yeah, very emphatically, you know. Oh, oh, uh, yeah, yeah. W- Winthrop, I, I, I'm sorry. I hope I'm, I'm not disturbing uh, something or, or well, you, I, I. Um, well, I, 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 I never, was... I, I um, uh, don't know what to say, Emo, and she, she left me she she just she's gone aye lad she's well, gone but 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 i was with her only only earlier today and we we have to well but do, do you mean she's already left aye lad she left already i don't know where she went just packed her possessions and barely said goodbye to her old foster father <laughs> i i i i'm i'm s- sorry uh and I, well, you know, I, the I last turn... she can be impulsive, to say the least. Uh, yes, and now my brain's in a in a double whirl, and I'm thinking of of Imowen leaving and us leaving, and I I, I turn and I I run back out of the door of the inn, and uh, up to my room, and there's, there's something about this inf- this information that Imowen is also leaving, which makes which makes. Whatever's going on feel more urgent and concrete, so so it, it's it sort of 
sparks me a little bit. So I, 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 I pack a few clothes and I, I look, I'm, I don't, I, I don't know what I would take. Or I don't know where we're going. I don't really know what I should, what I should, I should take with, with me. Mm. Uh, but I put a few things in the bag, uh, probably the wrong things. And, and I, I, I go back outside. Mm. Is there anyone else you want to say goodbye to before you leave? Uh, I suppose my tutor. Karen? Mm? Yes. Okay. So where do you go to try and find him? Uh, I'll go to the library where I last saw him, mm? uh, where mm. I was studying. Mm? So I, I retrace my steps back into the room where I was reading uh, with my tutor. Mm? He, he is not there. I look around, the, the, the room's empty. Yeah. Um, so I, I make my way to the priest's quarters to see whether he might be there or in his own room. Okay. Yeah. You, uh, you knock on the door, but there's no answer. And you open the door because it's not locked. And, uh, and you enter. And uh, yeah, the, there's only one person in here. person who is um, cloaked and... Uh, bent over one of the uh, the chest by one of the beds there and uh, as he looks up you see that uh, there's a, this is a new person you haven't seen him before and he comes up to you and he says oh there you are lad uh, would you perchance be uh, Ruadan Gryan's ward uh, I, I'm, I'm I'm sorry I, I, I don't think we've uh, met before uh, you must be uh, Ruadan I think so there's something off with this with this person, and he comes closer to you. I back away, just instinctively. Yeah, so you, you back away, and your your back hits the the door, the closed door. I scrabble with my fingers to 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 open the door behind me, and he says, "I have a blade with your name on it," and he attacks you with a dagger. Roll for initiative. Ten. Ten. I rolled. My first roll of the game, and it was a natural 20. Let's see, <laughs> <laughs> Let's see if, I, um, uh, if I roll better now than I normally do. For those of you who are new to Sweden Rolls, uh, the GM, that is me, uh, always roll complete and utter shite uh, as a GM. But maybe this will be different. Okay, so he attacks you with, the, with his knife, basically. Okay. Now I'm back to my usual rolling. Yeah, he cuts with his knife, and it, the blade just goes past you, and you manage to just move aside ever so slightly, and the and the the dagger just uh, chips at the door. You didn't mention bringing any weapons or trying to get hold of something to fight with. Now, did you? Do you know? I didn't. I've got a quarterstaff, um, but I haven't brought that to the priest quarters. However. I'm a cleric and I do have spells. And as one of my cantrips, I chose Sacred Flame. And ah. I think I would like to use that now. All right. All right. So I'm going to make a dexterity saving throw for this assassin. And I roll an 11. And your spell DC is 14. Which means he fails his dexterity saving throw. And since we are doing maximum damage, you deal 8 points of damage to this assassin. You stretch out your arms and you uh, utter a few words. And uh, yeah, the flame-like radiance comes from above the assassin. 
hitting him for eight points of damage. He screams, Aah! and he tries to cut you again. And yet again, I roll a six. That is not enough. Even though your armor class is just 11, that only brings me up to 10. Okay. Bollocks. But, but he's not finished yet, right? No, he's not finished. Okay. Do you want to sacred flame him again? Or do you have something else you want to do? I think, I think, why not do it again? It was pretty effective that time. I'm going to use the sacred flame a second time. Okay. I've, I rolled a natural 20 on the initiative, but I haven't rolled over 10 once since the fight began. <laughs> Neither with attack rolls or uh, saving throws. Yeah, that's another 8 point of damage to the assassin. Uh, well done. The radiance comes down upon him once more and he screams out in pain. <sighs> he attacks. Now he hits you for four points of damage. Okay. His blade strikes through finally and he cuts you in your thigh. Cuts a, okay. a cut. So I have a stabbing, searing pain in my thigh. Mm. And I stagger backwards against the wall. And I don't know what to do except to just just carry on uh, using this spell. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to use the same spell again. Yeah, it's a cantrip, so you can you can use it. It doesn't uh, expand any spell slots, so you can just keep on hammering him with this sacred flame, making another saving throw here. Yes, he makes the saving throw. So uh, yeah, he managed to. Um, he's he's reasoned out what you're up to, so he's uh, keeping. Yeah, he's keeping his eyes open and dodging the radiance this time. His next uh-huh. attack hits again. So another four points of damage. Oof. So, yeah, you only have two hit points left now, Dominic. Oh, crikey. So. Okay. So, I'm, I'm terrified. I'm, I've, I've spent my life uh, in this place and in a library and in books, and now I'm being attacked by an assassin. And the only thing I can think of is this one spell of just carrying on with one this one spell my back against the wall and so that's what I do so for the fourth time I cast sacred flame at this assassin dexterity saving throw I fail this brings him down to zero hit points the radiance comes down a fourth time and hits him for the third time and this flame-like radiance just spreads all over his body and he tries to he's hitting himself trying to like put out the flames but the flames aren't there it's just radiance and and as he goes down he just goes <laughs> and he's lying there on the floor of the priest quarters unconscious i have never killed somebody before and I've not really used these spells in in anger in this way and I I'm I feel both utterly shocked and and slightly slightly larger mm-hmm. than I felt before but 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 at first the shock of it I just slide my back down the wall end up just sitting on the floor for a moment staring at this assassin there with my jaws agape and my eyes wide open trembling inside and then and then finally I managed to pick myself up and stagger to my feet and 
fumble a little more successfully at the door catch. Mm. You hear some dice rolling here from the GM. Mm, I do. Uh, from the DM. Those were some death saving throws for the assassin. And as you turn the doorknob and open the door again, you hear from behind you his last dying breath. And I hear my own gasp of relief. Mm. I got a, I got a fright. I, I, I jumped there in, in the doorway at this sound, imagining that actually I was going to be attacked with a dagger from behind, but I see that that's not so. Mm. And I, I, I run. I run um, off to. Um, I, I, I run. I, I, I grab my backpack. I, I with, with trembling fingers, I, I pick up my quarterstaff and I and I search for Garion. Yeah, he's waiting outside, like by the gate into the inner grounds. So, yeah. So as you run out to the priest quarters, you basically see him there on the street, uh, impatiently waiting. Garion, I, I. There you are, child. I, I, Garion, there, there was somebody in the pe- in the priest's quarters. He, he attacked me. A, a knife. I, I, I had to defend myself. I used, I used, I used a spell. Garion, he's, he's dead. He's dead. What? He was, he was trying to kill me. What are you saying? An assassin? His, his body in here? His, y- yes, his, yes, his body is lying there in the priest's quarters. I've, what's, what's, what's happening? Who, who, yes. who was it? Mm. I expected such a thing might happen, but I couldn't... How can they have gotten here so... Uh, well, it doesn't matter. Listen carefully. We have to leave, and we have to leave now. Do you have all your things you need? I, I, I don't know. I, I, I think so. I, I, I hope so. It will have to do. Listen carefully. If we ever become separated, it is imperative that you make your way to the Friendly Arms Inn. The friendly there you will meet Khalid and Jahira. They have long been my friends, and you can trust them. Uh, the friendly arms in, but wh- wh- where, where, where is that? It's it's to the northeast. So, but, but let's let's just leave now. We, we we can talk later. Very very well. And he nods to the gatekeeper, and you exit the gates of Candlekeep, and you travel for a day eastwards. And as night comes, Gorion says, "Let's hurry, child." The night can only get worse, so we must find shelter soon. Don't worry, I will explain everything as soon as there is time. Wait! Wait! There is something wrong. We are in an ambush. Prepare yourself! And that's where we end the first episode of our Baldur's Gate adventure. Crikey, that was quite a roller coaster. (laughs) From reading books in a library in this fortified, surely safe citadel to mm. being attacked and suddenly we all find ourselves out, out in the wilderness. Mm. Yeah. What these have companies, I mean. Yes, although although I feel that Ibuen is a little more equipped for this sort of adventuring than, uh, than Ruadan. Who'd rather mm-hmm. be adventuring inside a book. Well, of course, you, 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 you I, I, I'm not going to be like, you didn't say you did. You brought blankets, so you don't have blankets. <laughs> I thought you were going to be mean. like that. So I was like, I'm just going to pay it safe and, and 
<laughs> and bring everything oh. she needs. Because I was oh. sure you're going to be like, you didn't bring, you didn't say. Yeah. <laughs> uh, none of you mentioned anything about armor, though. So that is something no. I will rule that you definitely oh. do not have. There's always something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep, for sure. Uh, well, I hope that the listeners enjoyed this as much as we did. I had a blast. I hope the first initial uh, nervousness is gonna <laughs> go down a bit each each episode as we as we move this adventure along. But yeah, great great job, guys, and. Uh, yeah, we'll see what this ambush is all about uh, next week when Sweden rolls once again. Ah. You listen to Sweden Roll, starring Dominic Kelly, Anneli Heed, Jakob Hultkrans Hansson, Ingela Lund, and Matthias Redbo. Baldur's Gate was originally a computer game made by Bioware and Black Isle, and is now available with an enhanced edition from Beamdog. This production is made with support from Wizards of the Coast, who publish Dungeons and Dragons 5th edition, and D&D Beyond, which is a great tool that we use for our characters. Thank you both so much. Follow Sweden Rolls on social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Reddit, and Discord. There are giveaways, news, and illustrations to be found there. And we really like to interact with our listeners and hear what you think of our campaigns and one-shots. If you like the show, please drop us a review in whichever way you can, whether it's on a Facebook page, a rating on iTunes, or wherever you can leave a review or rating. We appreciate it so very much, and it helps new listeners to find our show. And if you really, really like us, check us out at patreon.com slash Rolls. There you'll find bonus episodes, prequels, bloopers, music, unedited interviews, and a bunch of other awards for our dear, dear patrons. And we will from now on always give big news to our patrons first. So be sure to check that out. The music for Baldur's Gate was composed by Michael Honig and is used with kind permission from Beamdog. And all original music for Sweden Rolls, composed and produced by myself, Andreas Lundström. Until our next episode, goodbye and farewell.